spiritual maturity, cultivating the gift of discernment. In today's Gospel and Epistle, we see many examples of spiritual immaturity and lack of discernment. In the epistle, it starts with the man whose slave girl was making him a living by soothsaying. When he lost his living because of Paul's command for the demon to come out of her, rather than trying to understand what had just taken place, he got mad, he got angry, he made up a story to rally others to hurt Paul and Silas. He did not discern the power of Paul and see something deeper going on. He reacted to his own disappointment and had two innocent people beat and thrown in prison. He used power unjustly and in today's language he was abusive. He was a bully. The guard who was guarding Paul and Silas, as we know, we read the story, there was an earthquake and they were freed. He woke up and saw that the prison doors were opened and was about to kill himself, supposing the prisoners had escaped. Three things caused him to overreact. Number one, we read, he woke up. He had dozed off on the job. He felt guilty. Number two, the doors were opened. So fear came upon him because now he was in trouble. He had made a mistake. So he's going to kill himself. Three, supposing the prisoners had escaped. Supposing. He assumed and he reacted based on his assumption. The result of all this was lack of courage and humility to take responsibility for his actions. And so he overreacted. Fortunately, Paul stopped him and led him to faith in God. Now how many times do we overreact without really understanding what is behind our righteous anger? Is it fear of what other people might think? Is it assumptions, not knowing all the facts? Is it a desire to avoid responsibility? Is it blaming others? These are all unhealthy reactions that make us and our society sick. The antidote is humility, courage, and balance through discernment and proper priorities, i.e. to love God first and our neighbor second. This will inoculate us against fear, guilt, assumptions, pride, and the resulting overreactions. In the gospel, we also see missed opportunities and lack of discernment. Healing of the blind man was the sixth miracle in the gospel of John. 
The first immature assumption, and one we all make in a variety of forms, is that all suffering or misfortune is from sin. It was made about Job. That was an assumption they had. What have you done to deserve this? This is more along the lines of karma and Buddhist or Hindu thinking. Sin does have consequences and can bring harm to the practitioner and others, but it does not explain every circumstance. In this case, it was that the works of God might be made manifest. So, if we have a one-to-one -one relationship in our minds towards suffering and punishment or retribution for displeasing God, then we miss the deeper and more profound elements of our faith and turn God into an angry father along the lines of a stereotypical sugar daddy who rewards and punishes for selfish reasons. This leads to a distorted and immature faith that associates wealth with blessing and suffering with sin. Whereas, in fact, the opposite might be true. Wealth may be, have been acquired through sin. And suffering may be the blessing to help someone find the kingdom of God through humility and, and compassion acquired through pain. This requires spiritual maturity and discernment to not jump to simplistic conclusions with no basis in spiritual reality. These kinds of people are easily disillusioned and confused and reach unhealthy and spiritually misguided conclusions which can produce equally unhealthy and spiritually misguided results. The next spiritually immature and discernment lacking group is the Pharisees as they respond to Christ's miracle. They entertain every speculation other than the obvious one that this is indeed a man of God. They pursue the legal angle. He broke the law. He healed on the Sabbath. That's legalism. Isn't it often that we react to inconvenience or perceived injustice with a legal response? Let's sue them. They broke the law. They're violating a code. Rather than seeing and addressing the person directly and holding them accountable, instead we bring in an outside authority to enforce our opinion. Why do you think we become such a litigious society and have thrown common sense and goodwill out the window. The second spiritual maturity mistake was to deny the facts. Maybe he wasn't born blind. Maybe this really wasn't a miracle. Maybe there wasn't healing. I'm a scientist. These things don't happen. Miracles are impossible. And yet, here are the facts. He can see. Yes, he was born blind, his parents testify. Then the Pharisees resort to discrediting and character assassination. 
You were born in utter sin, and would you teach us? All this to avoid the obvious, that this is indeed a miracle, and the person who did it is indeed someone special. Take a deep breath. Take a step back. What's going on here that I don't understand? What don't I see? What doesn't meet the eye? What is the cause or reason behind the surface of the obvious? If we cultivate spiritual maturity and discernment, we can avoid a lot of childish mistakes and overreactions and find God's hand of love in every circumstance and every situation, even though it may not be obvious. And we may have to go really deep to find it. But this takes trust, humility, and a challenging of our strongly held misconceptions about who God is. This is what it takes to become mature in Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.